Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Join us this week as Spencer to review the games against Wraith Rovers and Dundee, preview our broth, we'll also continue to pick our alternative Derby 11 and talk about the upcoming Scottish Cup semi-final. How is everyone this week? Very well. Very well, Ross. Very well. So, um, 3-1 win over Wraith Rovers uh, to start the week, Gordon. Um, were you quite surprised the result and the performance, considering the, the very young team we put out? Well, I mean, when, when, when you look at the first two games in the group, you know, I wasn't overly impressed with the performances. Um, so, on, on paper, you know, you, you immediately think to yourself, because there was so many changes... And you factor in that Wraith themselves will be wanting to come here and kind of rub salt into the wounds over over everything that's kind of went on over the summer. You almost think to yourself, we're kind of setting ourselves up for a fall here with so many changes. But um, credit to the players that came in. I thought they performed very well. Um, there was more sort of pace to the team, I thought. Um, I thought we looked a lot kind of uh, better on the ball. We, we looked... Certainly looked sharper anyway, and I, I, you know, a tremendous credit to. I mean, I he was my man of the match. Not too many people have mentioned him, but it was Harry Cochran. I thought, you know, he showed tremendous quality on the ball. Um, his vision is fantastic, and for me, he's he's such a talent. And um, I really wish that he, he you know, for me, he, he should he should be in the team every week. I think he's a tremendous young player. Um, and and McGill, who who was alongside him, I thought played very well as well. Um, I thought both of them controlled the midfield. Um, they didn't look out of place, um, and and they both played very well. Um, I thought the the, the wingers um, kind of complimented them. You know, they were receiving the ball quite a bit, and uh, and credit to Craig White who led the line well. And um, and it was just good to see Peter Haring get ninety minutes again. So overall, I think it was a very positive ninety minutes for Hearts. Um, three goals, although two of them were penalties, but it doesn't matter. Um, I think the way we play this season, we might get quite a lot of penalties. Um, of course, we got off to the the best start possible with getting a penalty, Spencer. Um, Kingsley free kick into the box. Was it was it a penalty? Yeah, yeah, it was a bit soft, but yeah. Uh, first of all, it was uh, our best wishes to John McGlynn after his operation, his gallbladder. So I'm glad to see that he's recovering. A good hearts man. Um, everyone here and all the Hearts fans send our best wishes to him. Hopefully he gets back in the dugout soon. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a penalty. A bit soft, but uh, yeah, I did think it was. It was a very, it was an okay performance. It was nothing special. It had a sort of, again, sort of a pre-season feel to it. I know these are competitive games, but it did have a bit of a pre-season feel to it. Um, and, I, and I thought Craig did, uh, did very well to get his hat-trick. He was 40-1, to 1, believe it or not. Imagine he had some money on that. A Craig White and Hattrick, forty to one. You could have got some decent money, but um, yeah, a good uh, a good victory. And it wasn't just one penalty; it was two penalties. It seemed kind of outside the box, Gordon, for the the, the second one. But yeah, you had you had alluded to the fact that we were the way we play. We probably will get a lot of penalties this season. Um, yeah, I think it was a penalty. Um. I think definitely the contact was just inside the box. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's, I mean, well, obviously we'll go into the Dundee game. We've got a penalty there as well. But I think the way we play, and you look back at our record in the Championship, and even under Nielsen in the Premier League, we tend to get quite a lot of penalties under him. I don't know what Dundee United's record was like for penalties, but um, certainly I think because we have a, you know, he, he does encourage his players to get in at the box. I think naturally you are going to get more penalties, um, especially against lower league opposition because a lot you know you're playing against defenders who aren't as quick as you, uh, they don't have as much quality as you, um, so naturally you're going to be a little bit quicker and therefore will draw more fouls. Um, so I, I would expect Hearts to get a fair amount this season. Um, yeah, I thought both were were penalties. Um, I mean, you could talk about kind of um, were they soft. Possibly, but I think there were still penalty kicks. Um, but it doesn't matter how you score goals. You know, listen, I mean, if Fars were to get a penalty in every single game and they win 1-0 every week, I think everybody would take it. I don't think it really matters. Um, 
you know, the best teams get penalties. I mean, people like go on about saying certain teams get are guaranteed to get penalties and you know, as if it's some sort of conspiracy. But good teams get penalties because of the way they play and because they've got men in the box and they're trying to score goals. So it's only natural that, you know, the better teams will get penalties. Um, so I don't think it's a bad thing. But, um, yeah, I would, I would expect us to get a fair few this season. And, of course, we, we had plenty of chances in the game and then Wraith sort of came back into the game in the second half with Manny Duku scoring a wonder goal. That was a brilliant finish. Uh, near post. Could the keeper have done a bit better? Maybe, but it's still a sensational finish for the the young man. He's, uh, I think he'll have a, a bright future. Wraith Rovers look okay, actually. I thought they did not too bad. They got a good win yesterday as well. Uh, so they might have a decent season. They'll be knocking on the door of uh, the playoffs, I think, this year. Craig Whiten finished off the game with, with a hat-trick, which was quite unbelievable when you talk about it being 40-1 to 1 for him to, to score the hat-trick. And there was obviously talks of him, maybe, or a lot of chat on social media about him maybe getting a start um, on Friday, which didn't obviously happen. Will he be, will he be disappointed not getting a start, Gordon? Uh, yeah, of course he will be. But, I mean, I think at the same time, you've got to remember he's up against an international striker who Hart sp- uh, spent a lot of money on, um, who will still be on a very good wage. And as one of kind of Scotland's top goal scorers, you know, you look at his record when he was at Ross County, he was tremendous. Um, so, with all due respect to, to Craig White, and I think, you know, he's done himself no harm by by scoring goals. I think you see Nielsen's reaction when he scored the third. I think he was like, oh, damn. Um, or maybe a little bit more colourful language used there. But um, I think, you know, he's, he's if he's coming up with, with goals like that, then he's, he's a good, reliable backup to have, which is what you need, um, because it shows we've got uh, strength and depth, especially considering the strikers who have left the club this season. Um, but overall, he's not going to oust boys. Um, simple as that. And I think the way Nielsen wants to play, he's not overly keen on playing two up top. He never certainly has played two up top. I think he likes having kind of that um, sort of strong midfield behind them. So you're always going to have like a natural number 10, uh, whether it be Walker or Naismith playing behind the striker. So um, fair, listen, if we're chasing a goal, he'll come on. I suppose he, you know, he, he might be a, a good a good pick to throw on if we're needing a goal for the last 10, 15 minutes or whatever. But um, I think overall, he's, he's not going to oust somebody like Boyce. Um, but that third goal that he got on on uh, against Wraith Rovers, I thought was it showed a lot of quality, you know, to turn the defender inside now and then and then knock it into the far corner. I thought it was a it was a very very good finish. Of course, it was a it was a good time in the game to sort of score the goal, Spencer, because Wraith were sort of pressing Hearts for this sort of equaliser. Yeah, they were. I thought we were comfortable though, but uh, they were sort of. Uh throwing a lot of bodies forward, but did catch them on the counter at the end there. It was a very good finish, a nice little nutmeg from Mr. Whiten, and uh, slotted it away nicely. Um, yeah, I don't see him starting a lot of games, but he is good, as Gordon says, to have there's a backup. He can come off the bench or something like that. 20 minutes to go, he need a goal. But, um, yeah, good. To, he's been here for two seasons now. It's good to see him finally scoring a goal, so it's uh, progress at least. I suppose, I suppose he scored goals in the championship before Gordon, so as, as you say, he is a brilliant backup to have. Well, I think I think the issue with Craig Whiten is I think he's a guy who relies heavily on being confident and having somebody put their arm around his shoulder and, and you know, kind of give him a boost. Um, I'm not saying that he hasn't got that before, but, you know, you look at, for example, how poor he was during kind of his first sort of spell at Hearts um, and then obviously he was sent on loan to Arbroath and then immediately he got that boost for being kind of like the main man scored two goals I think including the winner at Tanadice. Um and then almost during that kind of bet, I mean basically you know the start against Wraith he was effectively the main man um, because he was leading the line so I think he, he needs a bit of confidence to almost get the best out of him but I also think playing with no crowds helps Craig Whiten because, you know, you almost seen him before when he was playing and some fan and listen, Hearts are a very difficult club to play for. Very difficult. Um, and if you've not got the the thick skin and the backbone to, to take 
what the home fans will give you. Listen, the home fans will love you if you turn up and you do the business for them. The best fans in the world. To for I mean, you just have to ask the the cult heroes at, at this football club just how good the fans are. Um, but they can also be the worst fans in the world for you if if you aren't living up to their expectations. And let's be honest with you, Hearts paid money for him. He came here with, with a bit of expectation, and he's nowhere near lived up to it. Um, so he's he, he's got a lot to kind of uh, improve on. Um, he done himself no harm by the hat trick against Wraith. I think playing with no crowd suits him. Um, but the real question is, can he continue it when crowds return? And will he be able to get himself a decent goal tally? Because I think if he doesn't, um, regardless of the amount of games he plays this season, he'll be out the door next summer. It was also good to see Peter Haring return Spencer um, after 18 months, starting the game, played the, the whole game. He's going to be key for Hearts this season, isn't he? Absolutely. It's going to take him a little bit of time to get up to full speed, though, as you'd expect. But um, yeah, it was good to see him back. Um, any any minutes we can get under his belt before the semi-final would be very beneficial. I think that's a game that we're, we're going to need him at uh, fully fit if we're going to get to that Scottish Cup final. We may discuss that later on. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see Mr. Haran back. I'm very, very pleased. We could have used him last season, that's for sure. Yeah, I think we were missing that sort of Peter Haran type player last year, certainly, Gordon. If Peter Haran was fit last season, I think Hearts would have comfortably stayed up. Um, I think that was a... I mean, you, you almost seen when Sibic came in, um, just how strong having somebody in that middle of the park was. Um, and so, I mean, typically only played the two games against Rangers and, and St Johnston. Um, but having somebody in there doing that job um, who can play and break up attacks um, and can also pick out players and start attacks um, is, is hugely beneficial. Um, and, I mean, you've seen, you, you seen what Haran was all about when, when we started last, um, not last season, the season before just how good he was, uh, particularly in the big games, you know, even that Scottish Cup final, he, he wasn't anywhere near fit, but he just strolled it. He just, he did not look out of place. He was just tremendous. Um, so, yeah, ha- having him back is huge. I thought the fact that he played centre-half against Wraith, um, he, you know, he looked very comfortable, um, but his best position without doubt is, is central defensive midfield. Um, so when when Hearts can get him back in that position, fully fit, you know you'll have a Rolls Royce midfielder really, um, and it'll be very difficult for teams to play against him. We've all, we've obviously had plenty of discussions about his best position. I mind his first game against was it Wraith Rovers in the the cup he played at the back, um, and I don't think I was very sure of him at the back in his first game with Hearts. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean that 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 performance in particular wasn't very good, um, and we were all a bit frustrated that day. And and I remember being you sitting there, <laughs> um, and you you know I said I think I still think there's a player there, but you 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 were adamant there wasn't. And then Levine kind of pushed him up because I think he he made a change, um, and he went into midfield, and suddenly I think he got an assist, uh, for Smith, and he just I just thought, see, there you go, and then. You know, the Hamilton game where he scored two on his first game, I thought, I told you, Ross, I told you, you were eating humble pie that day. But, well, I was, but we were signing that many hoodies back then, I just thought, here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I, he, he was highly touted when Hearts bottom, to be fair. You know, I think they, they had to fight off quite a bit of interest from other clubs, especially in Germany. Yeah, he played in the Austrian second division of him, right, saying for his former club, um, and then came up. So he was, he was, he obviously knows what it's like to play for a bigger club within, um, within a league. So you know, you'll have that experience maybe of playing against sort of lower level teams as well, which you know is is great for the team. Um, obviously, our second game of this week was against Dundee. I mean, it was touted as the 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 top two playing each other, and it were Hearts good or were Dundee rotten? Spencer? Um, I thought Hearts were decent. I actually don't think that was the best Hearts could play. Um, I think we can actually do more, but that, that says a lot when we won 6-2. Um, yeah, Dundee were were, were very poor. I, 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 I Just, you know, the vibe I get from their supporters online and things like that is that uh, they want a bit of change. They're not particularly happy with James McTake and some of the signings they've made. 
especially their uh, goalkeeper, Mr. Hamilton, who we know a lot about. There's been a lot of criti- criticism towards him. But uh, yeah, I thought Hearts were, well, Hearts will stroll that league. I, I don't think we'll, uh, you know, if we do drop points, it'll be because, you know, we're either the league's been wrapped up for a while or something like that, or we've taken our eye off the ball, which might happen once or something like that. Um, I'm expecting us to get nearly maximum points. I think Nielsen said he wanted to win every game. Um, there's always slip-ups along the way, but I think we'll we'll have a, at least a 90% win ratio in this league. I'm fairly certain of that. We've got off to the, the best start possible, Gordon. Michael Smith scoring. Jack Hamilton could have done better when looking back on it. I mean, listen, how Jack Hamilton's still, uh, you know, even playing at that level, I'm I'm surprised. I mean, I've nothing against the guy, um, but he's clearly out of his depth. I think the amount of mistakes he made during his Hearts career um, was evident, and then obviously he was replaced. Um, and Dundee bought him. I mean, listen, I think when he, he broke through at Hearts, there was potential there, but... Um, and like, don't get me wrong, he made he actually made a really good save in the game. Um, but overall, he's you know he's just simple shot. I mean that Michael Smith one. So I was surprised it went in because well I wasn't surprised, but um, it, was, it, was such, it was such a soft strike. I mean it's like Smith almost mishit it, and he didn't get enough enough kind of power on it. It just nestled into the bottom corner. Um, but I think you've got a question of Dundee defending more than anything. How Smith was just able to stroll right through. Um, yeah, I think I think Dundee going forward. I mean, I don't think they're as bad as the scoreline reflected. I think they were just up against a really good side. I think when Dundee get a grip on themselves, like I wouldn't be surprised if they go and win at the weekend. Um, I think they've got some good players and and they'll be up and amongst the playoffs. But there's no danger they'll be anywhere near Hearts. And I think there's actually people out there that still think Hearts won't win this division and they're delusional and they're just being clouded by their bitterness towards towards us. Um, you know, literally, they, they, they don't understand how much depth and quality Hearts have in that side. Um, it's, you know, Hibbies in particular, by the way, I've seen a lot of them pipe up. Um, they're like, oh no, Dundee aren't that good. Uh, just wait till they play Dunfermline. Hearts are crap. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and, it's, and and it's just, do you know what it is? It's a comfort blanket for them all. Um, Hearts, like like Spencer says, you know, I, I hope we go through the entire season unbeaten. No reason why we can't. Um, but yeah, we'll absolutely steamroll it, and I think it'll be wrapped up by um, probably February or something like that. Um, the 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 league. So, and and that ultimately that's what that that's what they've got to do. You know, you you get this out the road, um, and then we can start looking towards our our um our rebirth next season in in the Premier League. It was good to see um so many players on the score sheet. Spencer Ganelli getting his first goal with a fantastic strike. Yeah, it was. It was uh again, possibly questionable goalkeeping. I know it was a bit hard for Mr. Hamilton. Boyce jumped out the way, but um. Well, yeah, two, two yeah, that was a, it's still a good finish though, and he, he had a yeah, good game. Absolutely, absolutely. Thought Kingsley did very well as well. An excellent free kick and a, uh, an even more great fifth goal as well, right at the end. But yeah, I was very pleased with the the new signings. It was good to see us finally clicking because we haven't really played great over the uh, the the Betfred Cup games in pre-season. So it was good to see it come together, and you can never. Complain with scoring six goals. Um, the two goals were disappointing, especially the first one. The Adam just ran through the the team basically, which is a little bit worrying. You can't really do that in bigger games, maybe a semi final, for example. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we can sort mistakes like that out, and if if we if we do, we'll be we'll be fine. I mean, the the broadcasters were going on about how good that Charlie Adam goal was through half time, and <laughs> it was really bad defending by Hearts. That it, it was because I mean, you but you've you've got a question. Um, first of all, Irvin and Lee, because um, none of them put a foot in; they just literally stand there and let Adam just just basically waltz right past them both. And then Halkett doesn't cover himself in glory either. So, um, but I, I maintain if you have Peter Harren in there, there's no danger that goal happens. 
because he either wins the ball or, or fouls at him, um, which is what you need to do in that position. You've just scored, you've just went 2-0 up. Uh, like they always say, the worst time you can see the goal is, is after you've just scored a goal. Um, and it was just, it was silly. It really was. Credit to Adam because it was a, it was a great finish. Uh, Craig Gordon didn't even move. Um, and when, when you do that to a goalkeeper of his quality, then you know it was a really good goal. But yeah, it was. It was it was poor defending. Um, but like, like what Spencer says, I think overall, I think although Hearts have scored six goals, I still think we can play a lot better. Um, and that's very encouraging. Um, I think having... You know, I think you, you kind of look in, you, you know there's players in, that can come in and improve that team, i.e. like a Peter Harron, when he's in that side, it'll just immediately become a lot better. Um, I think the fact that we have two fullbacks now who complement each other, who can defend and go forward at the same time, um, is very positive. It gives us a good balance on both, it, both sides of the pitch. Um, and likewise, we have two wingers now as well who can come in there and, and play. So I think there's a, a decent balance regardless of what team plays, but uh, it's certainly encouraging anyway. It was nice to see Boyce get um, his first goal of the season, albeit from the penalty spot, Spencer. Yeah. Um, I, I think he probably should have scored. Um, well, I mean, he probably should. He slipped, didn't he? I mean, it, it was going well wide, let's be honest. I don't think it was even on target for the position he was in. I was expecting him to, to put that away. But uh, we, we got the penalty in the end and it was a, a decent penalty, slotted it away nice. And uh, yeah, I'm expecting expecting him to hit at least 15 goals this season, probably more. So I'm expecting big things from Boyce. And Stephen Kingsley, goal machine, Gordon. I mean, two goals. Well, for, for me, I think he was the signing of the summer because... Uh, I was I was delighted when Hearts got him because I mean at the end of the day you know, um, as versatile shall we say as Ad White is, I still don't think he's quite good enough, um, and uh, I'd n- I never particularly rated Garuccio either. Um, so when Hickey left, you you thought right away that that Hearts would need a, a left back, and to get somebody with the quality of Kingsley. Um, Especially considering the fact that we are in the Championship. I think if we had signed him in the Premiership, I'd be delayed. Um, never mind in the Championship. So, um, didn't know he could take free kicks. It's, that's a bonus because I don't think there's too many players in there that can actually hit a sweet free kick like, like that one. Um, and then the second goal just sums up the, the quality he has. Um, the fact that he was still bombing forward at that late stage in the game and to actually hit that ball first time so sweetly. Um, into the corner um, I mean listen that's a, fin- a finish that a striker would be proud of um, so very encouraging from him I thought he's not looked out of place in any of his games he's played so far um, and, and having like, like I say having that balance is fantastic and of course Dundee sort of got back into the game um, with Danny Mullen I don't know with being a Hearts fan you always kind of think it's going to end up 4-4 uh, yes I mean a, a little bit but um I thought we started the second half very uh, poorly. It wasn't until after Dundee got that goal back to make it 4-2 that we actually sort of got into gear a little bit again and obviously got the, the more goals. But, uh, yeah, I thought I thought Dundee started... Of course, the manager said that you can do that when you're 4-1 down. There's no pressure on you. When Hearts took their foot off the gas, obviously. But, um, yeah, as soon as Dundee got it back to within two goals, we just sort of clicked again and we, we went on and got a couple more goals so we can do that which is good we can just turn on when we like as it were so that's not too bad so I thought I thought we had started the game quite uh, the same half quite sluggishly um, and I think that was probably the issue was was the shape more than anything I think Dundee had put an extra man in midfield because um, they had they had obviously took I think they had started by back three and then they decided they, they had went to a four and then put another man in midfield and I thought Hearts were, were finding that a little bit difficult. So when they, they did bring Haring on and then obviously Halliday a little bit later on, it, uh, it certainly suited Hearts. Um, uh, the, the kind of the shape and, and the quality took over after that because, you know, like you say, when when it did get to 4-2, um, they, they, they changed it. And then um, in, in the end, you know, we, we got the two more goals and we looked comfortable again after that. So it's good that we have that, that quality on the bench that we can actually bring players on and change the game. 
because let's be honest with you, if Dundee had got a third goal, there would be a nervy to the final 10 minutes and it would almost take away all that kind of good feeling that we've got. You know, it's, it's, it's great sitting here that we've won 6-2, but if that game had ended 4-3, would we be as, as, as pleased? I'm not so sure. And it was good to see Andy Halliday get, um, get on and, and score a goal, Spencer. Yeah, could be a big player for us in this uh, division. Um, pretty experienced, despite still being pretty young. Uh, played a lot of games at Rangers and things like that. Won this league before. Um, yeah, I think uh, he's another one if we get him fully fit. Uh, there's no reason why he can't go on and do uh, big things for us, especially in uh, you know that, that semi-final, which I keep alluding to. If we can get our full-strength team out for that, I, I think we have a, a good chance to get into that final. Halliday's the sort of shit house that you need in your team. Um, I, I think that was Hearts' problem last season. We didn't have enough of them. Um, I think having somebody like him in there, who and he's he's the same as Naismith, really. He's the same stamp. Um, you know the 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 guys. Although he didn't win anything at Rangers, he's still got that kind of arrogance and swagger of an old firm player um, that I think does very well. Um, and, and the side. So, yeah, when Hearts can get him fully fit, and the fact that he has scored is uh, is very positive. And a special mention this week for uh, to, to Jamie Walker as well. He's a player that, you know, we, we sort of talked about last week, Gordon, as being, you know, you know, will, will he play every week? You know, is he, is he, does he provide the quality? I mean, he did have a good game. He did have a good game, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think the, the thing is with Walker, you know, I thought he took up some fantastic positions um, in that number 10 role but I think where he kind of has I think his biggest problem is he sometimes gets a bit um, caught in two minds what he wants to do with the ball I think he, you know that's alright in the championship but when you get to the, the higher levels and I think this is where he sometimes struggled last season he, he, gets, he gets caught in two minds what he wants to do with the ball you know he's took up this fantastic position and he's thinking, right, do I shoot or do I pass? And it takes too long to make up his mind, and by then the chance is maybe gone. Um, and and I'm not trying to be critical of him because I, I did think he had a really good game. Um, d- don't get me wrong, you know, I thought he I thought he done very well in the game. He was energetic, and you know, like I say, he took up some tremendous positions, and he was unlucky not to get a goal. Um, but but I, I do think it's something that he, he needs to work on is is his uh, reactions and and what he wants to do with the ball when he gets it. And I don't know if that's a confidence thing because I almost feel like when he was going through that that period where he you know before he had got kind of injured and before he left Hearts when he was going through that stage where he was just you know he was he was unplayable at times. If he can get himself back to that level, then he's he's a tremendous asset to have. Um, and I think maybe the season in the Championship might do that for him, but. Ultimately, he's got to get himself a little bit sharper and um, and think to himself, you know, when I get the ball, am I want to pass it straight away um, or am I going to shoot or whatever? But um, Because, I mean, I think it was like in the first couple of minutes, maybe just after we went 1-0 up, he'd received the ball and you thought, just play that through to Boyce there. Just a wee, uh, just a wee light pass and Boyce is one-on-one with the keeper. Um, instead, he shot and, um, you know, and it, he was never going to score from there. And it's, it's decision-making, I think, when you play in a number ten like that, to to kind of figure out what you want to do with the ball, um, and I think uh, and hopefully that that will come in time when everyone's kind of played with each other a lot longer, and Hearts know exactly their full eleven and where they want to go and what they want to do. So uh, hopefully that will come in time. But I think uh, I think it's definitely something. They can work on. And uh, special mention as well to the the Hearts admin after the game. Um, what a tweet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, look, listen, I think, um, you know, a lot of people from outside the club were, were quick to criticise that. Um, you know, I've I've had various conversations with uh, other supporters over the weekend there um, and the feeling from them, one of them had said before the Dundee game that the whole Scottish football would be behind Dundee. Um, and I thought, why? You know, and and they were like, oh, the way Hearts and conducted themselves over the summer and all this nonsense. But I have absolutely no issue with the club coming back and and 
putting jibes out there. You know, I think it's a good thing. I think it rallies the supporters. It gets everybody behind the cause. You know, it, it was a really good thing for the, the supporters to enjoy. Um, a little bit, you know, almost a, a, not not revenge as much, but it was a little, it was satisfaction for what's been a, a difficult summer for the supporters. It's what the fans want to see, Spencer. Yes, absolutely. Some may argue we should just continue to do our talking on the pitch, be the be the bigger man, as it were. But that's fine. I appreciate the the sentiment. It was good to to see the the admin doing that, but. Uh, I think just lifting this title and you know tweeting that photo of us with the with the championship will be uh, enough of a, a get up here, as it were. Will that be sweet enough, Gordon? Just lifting that title at the end of this season? No, no, I, I don't think so. I, I, I think we've got to go and win the Scottish Cup as well for it to be properly sweet. Uh, that really would put the cat amongst the pigeons. Um, but yeah, I, I think until Hearts are actually back up the top end of Scottish football. Um, and and back where we should be, I think it's still going to linger and it's still going to be a bitterness because, um, you know, it's it's not a quick fix for Hearts. Yeah, we can go and steamroll the league this season, but that's that's a whole season. Um, so ultimately, you know, Hearts have got to go next season and just you know be straight up there, and um, and, and you know looking to finish third uh, next season. Until they're doing that, then they'll still sticking people's necks I guess so um, yeah the club's the club's got it until the club's successful and, and back at the top of Scottish football I don't think it'll be quite redemption just yet um, and of course we play our both next in the championship um, could be a difficult game Spencer I mean they did lose 3-0 to um, Wraith Rovers who we've beat 3-1 but we all know football doesn't really work like that I think we'll win quite comfortably. Um, I remember hearing this a lot during the last championship season that they would always have these sort of difficult away games, but we'd end up going to like Wraith Rovers and winning 4-0 or Queen of the South and winning 3-0 or something like that. Um, or 4-1 at Alloa. So I've heard this before. But, um, but I think we'll win quite comfortably. I really do. I think we'll, we'll be up for it and we'll, we'll be too strong for them in the end. Our both were quite a bogey team for Robbie Nielsen last season. You'll want to um, to put that right, Gordon. Yeah, I think that I think they're a decent side. I think on paper it looks a difficult trip, but um, like Spencer says, you know, I think the the quality that have Hearts have in their side this season um, will will be too strong for our both. Um, you know, I, I always remember going to Queen of the South last season. I think we we hadn't lost a game, but they had, they had beaten Rangers, and I think they had two points off Hibs. Um, and everybody was saying, oh, th- th- this is the real tricky one for you. You know, this is the, the, the bogey team. And uh, everyone thought the unbeaten record could could end here. And then we went and won 3-0 quite comfortably. Um, I think this is a similar sort of game, although it's only the second game of the season. But if Hearts can go up there and comfortably win 3-0, then, you know, it sends out a, a message to the rest of the league. And it continues the momentum um, towards October 31st. So... I think it's vital that we go there and we, we keep a clean sheet, we score a few more goals and we continue that kind of good feeling um, because, you know, and, it, and it'll be good to get, you know, for some players to get some more minutes and I think he'll, he, I don't think he'll maybe keep the same squad, I think he may make some changes and um, and it's certainly, it, it's a good test for Haas but I think it's one that they should come through relatively unscathed. Of course, our both are a part-time team, one of the few part-time teams in the league, Spencer. So, you know, we, we should be going out and, and, as you say, winning comfortably. Yeah, I think you just need to do your job, win your battles and things like that. They'll be right up for it, live on the telly as well. This will be the biggest game of the season for them. But, um, you know, they'll they'll come all out the first five, ten minutes. But if you just sort of get the ball down, pass it around on the floor, make them run for it, you'll you'll find space and you'll get in behind and you'll you'll get a couple of goals. Uh, no problem, I think. 4-1 hearts is what I'm going for. You got a prediction, Gordon? I'll, I'll go for 3-0. Um, I think uh, it's important the hearts start keeping clean sheets now. Um, it's not something they've they've had too many of so far. So, um, you know, it's disappointing to concede two goals, but I think they, they, they need to sew up at the back a little bit. Um, I mean, the good, the good thing about going to places like Arbroath and things like that now uh, compared to maybe, you know, like 20 years ago or whatever. But 
is that the surfaces are a lot better now. You know what I mean? It's you're still going up. You're playing on a good surface, um, a good pitch. Uh, eye conditions might be a lot. Well, depend on what it's it's like. Um, on Friday night conditions might be a bit difficult, but you're still playing on on a good football park. It's not as if it's a mud bath that you're coming up and playing on. Um, so I think I think Hearts should be fine. Um, an early goal set the tempo. Uh, like Spencer says, get the ball down, use your quality, uh, make space for yourself. When you go and play these sort of teams, when when they just sit in in front of you, and you don't have the ability to break them down, that's when you have issues. So it'll be interesting to see how Hearts cope with that. But I, I would expect Hearts to uh, to have no problem in the end. And um, and and like I say, if they just go there and, and they they use their quality, they use the ball well, they should have no issues. I'm a bit gutted that we're, we're not actually getting to go to the game because Arbroath Pie is the one of the best pies in Scottish football. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Very gutting, um, I have to say. But uh, hopefully by the next time we go up to Gayfield that we'll be able to go. This week we're also going to continue with our um, feature, our alternative Derby 11. Spencer, you got any ideas for this week's? This week's we're picking the midfield. We've got three in midfield. Remember, we've already got Christian Nadi, um, David Abu, and Gary Glenn up front, managed by the the, the great that is Craig Levine. Um, we're thinking three in midfield, which we decided last week. But it is always changeable, as everything is in this show. Are we are we still going with three in midfield? Go with three. Sure. Yes. Right. So, who are we picking? Ryan Stevenson. Go for it. I don't think so. I think that's a bit harsh. Uh, I think, you know, Ryan Stevenson's goal-scoring record was very good. Um, I think it's a bit harsh to, to label him a dud. You know, I think he he always he always popped up with a wee bit of quality, Ryan Stevenson, you know, and obviously left going up switch, which was a shame. Um, but I have no doubt that he probably would have started the Scottish Cup final in 2012 had he still been at the club. Um so no, I think he's a I think he's a very good good player, and I think uh, you know he was he was hugely influential in Hearts um, during the the season when we had the youngsters. So no, I think a dud's a bit harsh. So any other names? If you think about players that maybe for for me the first guy in the team sheet in that middle three has to be Prince Buaben. He did score a penalty against uh, Hibs, but he's a dud. How how was he a dud though? He did he did take part in a team that got to Europe. He was a lot better than he was a lot better than um, some other players we've had the seasons after. Quite consistent. Um, Burkakara. It's on to you. That's the only thing I need to say to you. When you say how's Prince Buaben a dud, Burkakara. That's all. That's all I need to say. I think you're being harsh. No, I'm not. And there was a reason why Nielsen dropped him from the team that year, because he knows fine well he was crap as well. Uh, wasn't he wasn't he wasn't up to the listen when Hearts got promoted, right? And him and Gomez they done well in that midfield role, fine. But ultimately, when when he stepped up to the Premiership, he came out in the papers before we kicked the ball, and was like, "Our aim is to stay up this season." <laughs> See, when you're coming out with pitch like that, you shouldn't be at this football club. So so misguided, um, but not just that. I just didn't think he was good enough. So so Prince Wabin in the midfield three. He never used to play a midfield three though. I don't. I, would Craig Levine have played him in a midfield three, Spencer? Uh, probably not. Uh, probably not. I, I would throw a Cholice in there. I think he's a bit of a dud. Someone that we could uh, we could use. He never beat him. But he never beat Hibs. No. That's right. Sorry. Of course they didn't. That's he great. was a part of a. A disastrous derby, that's right. Yeah. I'll put a name out there. Billy King. Mm-hmm. Billy King was a player that... I th- he, he was okay in the championship. Let, let's face it, he was he was okay. But when we got... He just, he, just, he just wasn't good enough for me as a player to play for Hearts. But he did score that, that fantastic um, second goal... If I'm right in saying against Hibs um, in the relegation party derby, if you remember, the type of player that we need in this team. I think I think Billy King was unlucky with injuries. I think that was his 
Um, I think he would have played more of a part in the championship season um, had he got himself fit. Um, because he was, you know, I remember we played, I think it was Anna and Athletic in our first game um, in the um, Petrofact, and we won 3 0. And he scored a really good goal. You know, he took the ball out wide and he cut inside and he used a lovely, bit, uh, lovely bit of skill and curled in the top corner. And you thought, well, actually, he could be a really good player for us this season. Um, but injuries kind of kind of stopped him from from properly kicking on. And, and in the end, he was displaced out of the team. So, um, and again, you know, he went to, uh, I know he's at Dundee United, but I think he'd went to Inverness before that. And again, he had picked up injuries. So, One thing about Prince Blabin, though, is he good enough to get the win against Hibs, though? Well, he scored a winner against Hibs, didn't he? But, I mean, if you're thinking... You know, a team that could beat Hibs. I don't think he's even. Yeah, but he was still part of a team that that beat Hibs, and he scored the penalty. Um, so would you have him on penalties as well? Well, who who was our strikers? Glenn, Nadi, and was it Obua? Yeah. Yeah, you you you'd, you would probably have him on penalties ahead of them. <laughs> so we'd have Prince Blabin and Billy King in the middle, with Prince Blabin on penalties. <laughs> So far, depending on who else comes into the team, but he would he would be a contender for penalties. Okay, so Prince Blabin is in. I've written him down, he's in. Prince Blabin and Billy King are in. We need to pick another midfielder. Scott Robinson. A bit of a hoodie, but he did it, he did his part. Ian Black for me. Yeah. Ian Black was it, you take out that last season that he played last six months aye the last six months that he played under Sergio people have very um, sort of have a selective memory when it comes to Ian Black you know I mean people kind of go on about him as if he was you know if he was a Hearts great and like don't get me wrong anybody who played in that Scottish Cup final was a Hearts great and he was you know arguably man of the match um, mm-hmm. behind Scatville you know he was he had a fantastic game um, but overall he, you know, he, he, he take away. I mean, I don't know if it was just because Sergio turned him into a different player, a different role. But yeah, he, you know, his first season he came in, and he was crap. Scored one really good goal from far out. I think it might have been against Falkirk or something. Um, but apart from that, he done really nothing in his first, you know, full season at Hearts. Um, he didn't really kick on enough. Uh, the following season, he had glimpses, decent games here and there, but overall wasn't kind of good enough. And then that last six months, he, he turned it on and um, and and done very well. But I think overall, uh, yeah, you could you could argue that he he, he maybe he maybe as a dud, yeah. It's a fact as well that, that Ali McCoy just ended up paying him ten grand a week to go and play for Rangers in the in the lower divisions as well, which I just find hilarious because they just signed half that Hearts team. He has a good agent, obviously. Very good agent, so good for him. So, Prince Blabin, Billy King and Ian Black, are we saying? Or does Scott Robinson get in there? Because Scott Robinson didn't really set anything alight in Rudin either. I mean, he's went on to have a decent enough career with Livingston. Yeah, I think I think maybe slightly harsh on Scott Robinson. I think he... Uh, I think he was quite unlucky at a time when a player like him would have kicked on at Hearts during the championship season. Again, he, he was unlucky with injuries and then, you know, we just had better midfielders who kind of, you know, he, he fell down the pecking order a bit. But I think he's shown at Livingston that he's he's more than than capable of playing at that level. Um, you know, he, he's a player who's got a lot of energy and uh, and credit to him because I think he went all the way back down to the third division. Yeah, played for East Fife, I think. Yeah, East Fife. Yeah, so um, so credit to him to to get himself all the way back up to to the Premier League. Um, although I know he was part of a Livingston team that that came up through the the leagues, but you know, for me, I think uh, I think it's maybe a bit harsh to uh, to label him a dud. Um, so I think on on the basis of uh, of of that, I think uh, we'll give Ian Black the captain's armband. Not saying because he was the biggest dad, but I just think uh, he's he was maybe the thing is the thing is Ian Ian Black 
to give him his to give him his credit, he had a great derby record as well. Yeah, but so so, so did everyone in that that kind of period, didn't they? Um, you know, Hibs were Hibs really should have got relegated during during that period. I mean, they they were they were god awful. Um, you know, and it still annoys me that uh, we didn't go two full seasons of winning every derby. You know, that that two two game. Um, but I mean, it was still funny scoring the equaliser. Um, with ten men, but it it just kind of, yeah. I mean that 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 period, Hibs were. I mean, we didn't even have to try to win derbies. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I mean, we are explaining some of these players that that did win derbies. Spencer, I mean, some really bad Hearts players have beat Hibs, haven't they? They have. Uh, it was all about mentality. Um, the. The, the 2010-11 season with Jim and in the 11-12 season with Paolo, we had the, the better team, so it was expected to win derbies. But that first season when Hibs finished fourth and we finished sixth, uh, I thought they had a better team than us and it was just purely down to mentality and things like that. So um, the fact that we started that derby run that season was, was pretty impressive. Um, it's the type of thing we want to get back, Gordon, you know, once we get back up. Yeah, I think it has came back. Um, over the past kind of couple of seasons, I mean, this was this was the one kind of negative that was fired towards Nielsen, and ultimately defined his first time at the club was his derby record, and it was poor. Um, you know, I think he had, I mean, certainly losing the Scottish Cup one, I mean, it was a disaster for him, and and he lost a lot of fans, um, that that day, and you almost feel like you know. He's got the the perfect chance to redeem himself on the thirty first. If he can win that game, then it buys him a lot of time and a lot of grace with heart support. Um, and I think he and I think he'll know that himself. Um, you know, ultimately, it's what cost Cathro's job as well. You know, the 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 doing that he took Easter Road. Um, so when Levine came back in. He, you know, I had a couple of blips, but overall he, he, he turned it around, uh, ended their mini run, and, uh, and we beat them quite a few times, including a few a few Easter Roads. So I think definitely the, the pendulum swung back in Hearts' favour again. Um, the, the issue you have now is who, because, I mean, let's be honest with you, there's a lot of players in that Hibs team who haven't, you know, I mean, apart from the, the Boxing Day game, um, I mean, Hearts showed tremendous credit to come back and, and thrash some Easter Road. Um, so there's a lot of Hibs players in there that, that are experts at losing derbies. So I think it's it's important that Hearts play on that and uh, and they go in there. And, and again, I think psychologically, if Hearts can beat them in this game, when we go up next season, we'll have that on them. Is 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 the game going to be an exciting game, Spencer? I mean, we've got two managers from the Craig Levine School of Management up against each other in the Edinburgh Derby. No, I mean, it'll probably be a tight... Although the last Derby match was pretty good. Well, for us anyway, the 3-1 game. But uh, usually they're not particularly good games for the neutral. They'll probably get that more so in a semi-final. Um, our game plan will probably keep it tight and compact for a period of time. I think, I, I think that'll be Hibs' game plan as well. I think it'll be a tight, cagey affair. I think both teams will line up pretty similarly with two holding midfielders. And I can just, you know what, I wouldn't be shocked if that goes to penalties. Is all the pressure on Hibs? Um, no, I, I think we, we need to be in the Scottish Cup final, as far as I'm concerned. I think there's a lot of pressure on us. But as the Premiership team... You know, all the pressure's on them. Not buying that, Ross. I think, um, I agree with Spencer. I think it's vital hearts are in that Scottish Cup final. Um, we're not saying they have to win it, but they have to win this game and make sure they're there. Um, listen, everyone from outside in, I'll be hoping we get beat. Um, they'll be sitting there and saying, oh, you know, Hibs are third in the league and all this nonsense. You know, they'll, 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 you know, their favourites, blah, 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 blah. But listen, we, if we do our job and if we turn up, I've got no doubts that Hearts can beat them. Um, I think over, you know, you look for man for man, I still think Hearts have a better squad. There's not many players in that Hibs team that I would take at Hearts. You know, I think for a start, we've got a better goalkeeper than them. 
I think defensively we're better than them as well. I think Halkett's better than any of their defenders. Um, you know, I think Porteous is a, is a myth. I think Hanlon, well, he's, he, you know, him and guys like Stevenson and things like that. I mean, I don't even think Stevenson plays that much anymore. But, um, you know, overall, I've, I've watched them and I, didn't, I don't think they look that great aside. Um, yeah, they're effective and they, they do get results uh, just now. But I think overall, I still don't think they're that great a team. Um, you know, they've, they've got players that can hurt you, but I think if you nullify them, then you, you, we should we should be able to beat them. Yeah, I think Martin Boyle's certainly one we've got to try and nullify in that team. He's definitely probably their best player. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely agree with that. I think he's um, he, he's a he's a top quality player, but Hearts dealt with him quite easily the last time we played them against uh, Easter Road. You know, I thought Michael Smith had them in his back pocket. Um, I, I thought he, you know, he was. I, I almost feel like in derbies, um, and it might be a bit different because there isn't a crowd there. But I think the first kind of five minutes is getting an early tackle in. On guys like Martin Boyle, playmakers who are expected to influence the game, somebody just needs to go and clatter him in the first five minutes and say, welcome to the match. And I guarantee that you see guys like that, when that happens to these sort of players, they do find it difficult to recover from that. You know, they almost do find it, you know, and it was the same when, you know, in the Scottish Cup, that were like guys like Brandon, when Hibs had Brandon Barker and things like that, you know, tricky, pacey wingers who can cause you problems. Just go right through them in the first couple of minutes and show them that, you know, they're in a game tonight. And that's what Marvin Bartley was always good at when he was at Hibs. Um, he used to do that. Uh, you know, as soon as the game started, you guarantee he would always go in on someone and just clatter them. Um, and and I think to, you know, ultimately you, you get the psychological edge in derbies. And I think um, somebody like, whether, whether it's Haring or, you know, even, you know, Kingsley or Halkett or whoever, Somebody just needs to go in on, on their best ball players right from the start and go, well, you're not getting all your own way today. And we'll certainly have a lot more um, next week on the big game. We're going to preview that. Um, and we'll obviously review the game against our broth on Friday. But thank you both very much for joining um, me today. And thank you um, for listening as well. Um, hopefully, we'll be talking about more goals and more wins next week. But until then, goodbye.